Welcome to Life After Childbirth. My name is Weslina Maxey and I'm an occupational therapist on an extraordinary path to change women's health and the care we receive postpartum. Join me as we grow together on this journey. Let's talk Life After Childbirth. You are amazing, you are important, you are strong, and you are brave. Just in case no one has told you today, I wanted to tell you. During pregnancy, our whole life becomes about this bump, about this baby inside of us. We sort of lose a connection to the lower part of our body. Our feet are super swollen. They are super far from us, or it feels like. We barely see our pelvic floor, and even if we get a mirror and look, it looks so different that some of us don't want to think about it, don't want to know what's happening. I mean, now that I'm all about the pelvic floor, gosh, I would have looked and did some more research on myself and looked at it before, during, and after pregnancy, just to see the differences. Sorry, I can geek out on some of this stuff, but... Being curious about your body is not a bad thing. Knowing what's happening is not a bad thing. And even though it's changing, it doesn't mean it's bad that it's changing. It's just changing. Your body is going through this huge change. You are growing a human inside of you. You are making a whole human. You know, our legs swell, like I said. Your vulva changes. Your vagina changes. Your clitoris changes. Your stomach changes. Your body goes through this traumatic change and majority of everything isn't going to ever return the way it was. So, with all that being said, your desires change as well. After you have a baby, sometimes you don't know what you want, don't know what you need. Trying to figure out what your desire looks like now is a challenge. Like I said, we kind of lose that connection to the lower part of our body. And we have to figure out how to connect back to that. And that's where it comes with exploring your body, touching yourself, looking at yourself, figuring out what your body is now, what your body likes now. And not knowing what's going on or not caring or not liking what's going on can lead to not wanting others to touch you as well, like your significant other. When you don't want to, you know, look at yourself or touch yourself, you might not want your significant other to touch you. This is where it can spill into your marriage. Your thoughts about yourself and your feelings can have you react to your partner in a certain way when they touch you or when they look at you. And again, if we don't know what is happening and aren't touching ourselves and figuring it out, or looking at ourselves, we might not know what we want. Same thing after childbirth. During postpartum healing, figuring out the differences in your body, bringing in pain with tears from epidurals, from bleeding, pain and grief and depression about possibly missing our body before pregnancy and how it changed since then, of not being happy with how you feel about your body now, about your journey, Maybe grief and depression about your birth trauma, and you're still trying to resolve that. Try to make sense of what happened and why it went the way it did, and the what ifs, all while trying to take care of our baby as well. 
this can come overwhelming. And this is all in your head, just jumbling around and your significant other doesn't know unless you talk to them, of course. So, you know, maybe a simple, I don't know how to connect my own body yet. So how can I connect and have intimacy with you? And just simply communicating that to them helps them kind of realize why you're saying no to sex or why you don't like when they smack you on the ass randomly or any of those things because I know we can get frustrated really easily especially when we're already touched out because our baby's always on us our toddlers are always on us someone always wants something from us and we don't even know what we want from ourselves so we try to find these resources on how to connect back to our body whether it be pelvic floor therapy, yoga, meditation. But then sometimes we don't find these resources because let's get real. It's not easy to receive any resources pre or post childbirth. Then our emotions of feeling like a failure, not being able to connect to our pelvic floor because it's our body, because even our breasts don't even feel like ours. Especially if you're nursing or pumping, they don't feel like yours and they don't feel sexual. So like I said, we can get frustrated with our partner when they touch them because our baby is already touching them so much that we're like, please do not touch me. These do not feel sexual. They feel like a foreign object on our body that is feeding our kid, which also can lead to postpartum rage. It, that comes into play. We can start feeling touched out, burned out, feeling an imbalance in our whole system, having that irritability feeling right at the surface all the time. And we go and go and go and we ignore our bodies. We ignore what it's telling us. We do the dishes. We feed the baby. We change out the laundry. But then our significant other touches our ass and we want to scream. Like literally scream as if a stranger touched, touched our ass. Not our wife or husband of five years. That disconnection to your body can lead to so much. It can lead to dysfunction in your body through your pelvic floor, through your hip muscles, your back, your stomach muscles. It can lead to irritability and frustration and depression, which of course proceeds to fights with our significant other and being frustrated with a crying baby. And then we're just so overwhelmed. You try and you try to make everyone else happy. But remember, you can't pour from an empty cup. You have to take care of yourself. You have to figure out what you need. You have to make yourself happy. Find out what it can look like for you now after children. Take time to find how to connect to your body now. And if you don't know how to, a good place to, to try is just any meditation. And that can be multiple things. It can be simply just becoming one with your body, touching your body, get to know your body. What is it feeling, learning? What is it saying to you? Engage with that part of your body and that takes time. It takes patience and it takes grace from yourself. Your whole body has changed and you have to leave space for those feelings. Pay attention to any sensations you're having, any emotions. Leave space for those emotions and listen to your body during this. Leaving space is huge. Just take time to think about how you're feeling. What, what feels good? What doesn't? What feels different? What doesn't? How can you figure out what your body needs now? Leaving space for your, yourself to have those feelings is so crucial to 
actually filling your body and knowing what your body needs and wants and actually paying attention to your body instead of just ignoring it and putting it on the back burner and being like, well, it's just different now, like whatever, and not becoming one with it and connecting to it again because it has changed. And going back to mindfulness and meditation and what that looks like for you. It could be a weighted blanket. It could be just being aware of what is happening in yourself in that moment. Seeing what's available to you. Do you have room for more? Can you bring in a little bit more and be mindful through movement, through just being still and listening to your breathing? You know, we don't utilize breathing as much as we should. And we have it at our fingertips 24-7. But instead of being mindful of our body... You know, when we get an extra minute, we get on our phones. We don't take the time to just be like, oh, what is my body feeling right now? And then later on, we explode or we aren't sure why we exploded or why we're irritable. And because we're not paying attention to what our body is telling us. We are tuning it in. We are tuning it out. And let me tell you, if you'll listen, your body can tell you a whole hell of a lot. Right here, right now, while you're listening to this episode, try something for me. Close your eyes. Now, if you're driving, please don't close your eyes. But if you aren't driving, close your eyes. Notice how your feet connect with the ground below you. How your ankle connects to your feet. Get up to your shin, to your knees. Is your weight on the outside of your foot? Is it more forward? Is it backwards? Are you fairly centered? For me, I tend to lean on the outside of my heels, so I usually have to bring it back to center and distribute my weight a little bit better. From your knees, follow it up to your hips. Are they hurting? Is one hiked up? Go to your low back and abdomen. Is one tighter than the other? Focus on your diaphragm. How are your breathing mechanics? Are you breathing good? Are you a shallow breather? A belly breather? If so, I recommend you work on your 360 breathing. Expanding your diaphragm. Bring focus to your shoulders. Take a deep breath. Relax your shoulders. I know they are probably tensed coming up. Your neck, your ears, all the way to your skull. How do you feel in this moment right now? Thinking about all of this, that's mindfulness. That's meditation. Just being mindful of what your body is doing. There are so many things that can have an effect on your body. And breathing, your posture, how you hold your body is huge. It matters so much to your pelvic floor, your pain that you're having, wherever you're having it. And you have to figure out what works for you. And you might have to change a few things. But it can improve your sleep by decreasing your pain because you're actually using your posture and your muscles to help your posture be better so you're not in so much pain. And bringing in mindfulness, meditation, and just being mindful of what you're doing can decrease your irritability. It can improve your inner peace, decrease negative thoughts, and improve how you listen to your body. You might not feel like you can fit this into your day, 
but I've said this before on anything, any habit that you start, start off small, small steps, one minute, two minute, repeat the next day, practice this. Maybe by the end of the month, you have consistently done two minutes every day. That's progress. That's some mindfulness to help you figure out what your body needs. Let go of the expectation. It won't be perfect, and it might not even feel good the first time. Keep trying. No one is going to be perfect. It might not even feel good the first few times. Keep trying. No one gets it right the first time. Practice. Let your kids see you practice, because we're models for them, right? So taking care of yourself is important, and they need to see that. Finding that mind-body connection can help them with their behaviors and their feelings and figuring out their emotions and how they feel about their body. Connecting to our physical body is the very first step to bring awareness. And practicing and repeating practice, we can gain insight that informs us about our bodies and help us make decisions on how to take care of our bodies. And it allows us to be able to recognize our emotions inside of our bodies better. And going back to like letting your kids see that, it can help them with their emotions. And being mindful of what your body is telling you can help you figure out what you need, which in turn might help you figure out how to find intimacy again after childbirth. How to figure out what your body desires with yourself, with your significant other, Maybe it won't feel like you're having sex with a stranger or your significant other is having sex with a stranger. Maybe it will feel more like you because you're figuring out your new you, your new normal, your new desires, your new feelings. All of this is new because your body feels new. Your body feels different. And once you start being mindful of why it feels different, how it feels different, you can figure that out and even have your partner help you figure that out if you if that feels comfortable to you. Whatever feels comfortable to you is what you should do. And the more mindful we are about our bodies, the more we learn about our bodies. It gives us information. It educates us on what it needs. It tells us. We just have to listen to it. Now, one way you could do this is... I have a workshop coming up. It's located in Durant. So if you're a local, please look it up and come join me. Get a better mind-body connection to your pelvic floor. And learn about diaphragmatic breathing and how it relates to everyday activities. My workshop that I have right now up on my website, October 20th is at 9.30 to 10.30 a.m. October 25th is 6.00 p. to 7.00 p. It's $35. It's up on my website. Come join me and learn a few things about your body. Knowledge is power. We want to feel powerful in our bodies. And one way we can do that is learning about it. So as always, thank you for listening. And my website is in my bio, lifeafterchildbirth.com. And I hope this was helpful today. And I hope you were able to take that moment and just breathe and connect and be aware of what your body is telling you and what it's doing. Even during movement, trying to listen to the hurts, the pains, the pulls and like, oh, what can I do for that? 
What can I help my body with today? My goal is to reach as many women as I can to talk about life after childbirth. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please share on social media and let me know what you liked about it. If you haven't already, subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. And if you feel persuaded to do so, leave a review so we can reach others and begin to talk more about life after childbirth.